welcome to Salem the podcast. What's your name? My name is Jamie Rocky. Jamie, hello. Where are you from? I'm from Colorado. Is it your first time to Salem? Yes, first time. Is it living up to expectations? Yes, I love it. Okay, so so far, what's your favorite thing about Salem? Um, so far, I would say the food. <laughs> We've went to a lot of the places you've recommended, and they're really good, especially the roof. Wonderful. I love you sit there and just you sort of feel like you're like looking down on Salem. <laughs> So you listen to the podcast, you know that we ask all of our guests who their favorite witch or wizard is. Do you have a favorite witch or wizard? You know, I don't think I do. I love Hocus Pocus, but the first one. (laughs) So if you had to pick a favorite Sanderson sister then? Winifred. Good choice, good choice. Do you like candy corn? No. (laughs) Man, I think I'm losing this, like a lot. That's okay. with um, uh, Paige. Uh, she lives above counter locks. Okay. Oh, so she has to hear so it? So she'll post, like, there's like four tour guides outside my window all talking about the same thing. They probably can't keep their windows open. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she. It, it's funny, some of the stuff she posts. And I, I, I love... I think the other night she's like, there's like like three tour guides all talking about Hocus Pocus and only one of them is getting it right. And <laughs> I, I messaged her, I was like, was it me? And she's like, yeah, it was you. Nice. And I'm like, yes, nailed it. I have started to really revel in disappointing people. Like I don't lead them up to it as much as you do where you're like, you know, where, what scene, what, what scene? And you're like, no, wrong. <laughs> like I just straight up say it's a misconception uh-huh. A lot of people think this is where it happened, but in reality, and you can see on their faces, some of them are in shock. Some of them are disappointed. I Sometimes it totally works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes like you get a good crowd and like half the people are like, oh my God, is this? And you say no. And they're all like, you can see them like <laughs> watching the film in their head. Uh-huh. Like they're like. They don't believe it. And I was like, nope. And they're like. Well, when I first heard that the Sanderson sisters didn't come here. I was, I didn't really believe it at first either because they're in the the whole film. Yeah. Like they're there the whole time, yeah. but just none of, I mean, the scenes just don't match up. I kind of put them at ease and then I'm like, but it's okay. They put a spell on you. Hollywood. Ah, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Sanderson sisters, I actually was wrapping up my tour last night. So it was the end of Saturday. Okay. Crazy, crazy day. and we had already dealt with a lot of distractions along the way, and I have them finishing at the PEM steps, like the back of the Puberty Essex, and I am so close to being done, and, like, you've heard the end of my tour, and it's, like, very, you know, it cuts deep, right? We make references to the Holocaust. Like, it's serious shit. We're talking about murder, and I can see them out of the corner of my eye coming, and I know they're going to be right behind me. A gaggle of Sanderson sisters and a Billy mm. Butcherson. And I'm like, great, awesome, you look great, but... Bad timing. But bad time, And I expected to maybe hear some giggles from my group, and then I realized that Sarah was behind me, like, acting Sarah. And I, I have no patience at this point, so do not. 
like do not and she and I think she saw my reaction she, she kind of tried to scamper it off and I was like we're trying to talk about history right now and she says well, it's my history, oh, like acting as Sarah Sanderson. And I was like, actually, it's not because there were never any witches here. Ooh, it was so annoying. I was appreciative of one of my group members, though, came up to me afterwards and she was like, I was about to flip that Sarah Sanderson off. <laughs> like this girl has gone through enough tonight. She's just trying to do her job. So at least I had the support of my group. Very good. I've had I've had good groups for the most part. I don't think anyone bad. I can't even remember. I know. It's all starting to blend together, like, and I, I really hate it. Like, I don't even know. Like, I know I've had some good groups. I've Oh, oh, oh. Uh, IOU dinner. What? Or, or drinks uh, from a listener, group of listeners. Aww. Uh And and they uh, they taken my tour, and they taken Mike's tour, uh, but they couldn't. They didn't have time to take your tour because um, they wanted to do ghost stuff. Of course, um, it's okay, which is fine, uh, and 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 they loved it, and they're like, we took this because this that we did this, and pretty much they're like, everything we did is because we listen to the podcast. I love and, it, and we listen like every week, and I think one of them was like a listener, and then they both listened, and then they got her friend to listen, and uh, at the end of it, they tip, they're like, thanks, and they gave me a little extra. They're like, we feel like we get a free tour from you like every week. <gasps> uh, so he, so he's like, take this, uh, take Sarah to dinner or, or some drinks or something. So. Aww. Yes. We should go to All Souls, <laughs> let's, celebrate. Let's go right now. Where it was conceived. We can go. They're still open. That's so sweet. Yeah. Definitely had some fun listeners, had some fun people. Uh, some of the tours have been fantastic. The crowds. The streets. The chaos. Ooh. Well, welcome to our halfway through October check-in. Is literally, literally halfway today. Uh, it is the 16th. 16th is over. We are almost there. Yeah. I was in uh, the uh, uh, new destination Salem Visitor Center the other day, and I was like, oh, it's almost. I'm like, and I was like, the 15th was, what was it, yesterday, Saturday? I was like, that's halfway. And like, no, 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 the 16th has to be halfway because you got the 31st, and it has to be done on that day. So it has to be the 16th. That makes sense. And I was like, okay, I'll buy it. I'll take it. We still have three weekends, though. I know, but we're almost there. Yes. So we had asked our listeners to write in some questions, uh, things that they might want to know halfway through October, tour-related, Salem-related. We are both alive. We are well. Someone did ask if we were staying hydrated. Yes. Which I appreciate. You know, Jeffrey, fun fact, does not drink water on his tours. I do not. It's freaking insane. I do not know, like, not just not water, anything. You don't bring a beverage with you at all. I I have a water in my briefcase in case I need it, but I I don't usually ever. That's crazy. I'll I'll hydrate before and after, uh, and, you know, like, like at night, I'll make sure to drink. I'll have tea between tours, um... But no, not not in the middle of. So we got some really good questions. Yes, I like questions. Our listeners came through. Appreciate you folks. And also, I appreciate all the responses we got to the Hocus Pocus Airbnb. I don't know if you saw that online. I saw some of that, yeah. But uh, there was some some good comments being made. A lot of people are pretty appalled. So I, I've also seen it. So I guess in this past week... Just touch on that real quick. The tickets went on sale. Oh, I haven't seen anything about and that. 
And it was posted in one of the, the local, uh, or sorry, not one of the local uh, Facebook groups, one of the travel uh, Facebook groups for Salem, that the tickets went on sale and sold. And like done. I guess it was only open for one night. And I guess it was just going to be whoever got, got it, got it. What? Yeah, I guess it's not a long-term thing. I guess it's just a, I don't want to say like a stunt, but it's it's just for like one night. So they did all of that for yeah. one night. Yeah. I, I, I don't know the details. That's I, bizarre. I was trying to figure out what's going on, but you know Airbnb is sketchy anyway. <laughs> yeah. And also, I did hear that there was a porter potty. Someone oh, someone informed it, me that they, they saw the website, and I guess there is there a- There we go. Yep. So it's just like you're walking around downtown. <laughs> <laughs> you you go back to the luxury of your Sanderson sister home, and you can still poop outside. Best of both worlds. Yeah. Happy, happy Halloween. My goodness. So it's just bizarre. Also, something wild that has been floating around, which does not help this situation. There's an article that is circulating, suggesting, it's like, you know, clickbait stuff, suggesting that the Sanderson sisters were loosely based on the town sisters, Mary Esty, Rebecca Nurse, and Sarah Cloyce, which is pretty sure not the case. Like I can see The names see are it. similar. Like I, I can see it. But that would require, you got to remember, so like David Christian. Early, Krish- early 90s. Yeah. When did? This was a made up story that David Krishner created as like a tale to tell his children. And it's also the early 90s. Mm, I'm okay. named Sarah. Like, there are a lot of Sarahs out there. I was just seeing when the Crucible movie came out. It came out three years later. So if it had come out before, I could have been like. But even in the Crucible, they don't focus really on the town story. Most people right. have no idea. Like, but this like, isn't common. But like, if he'd seen that and been like, oh, then I'm going to do a witch story, but I don't want to pick. I'm going to use those sisters. I'm not going to use people who are in the movie. I'm going to use some other people from history. And like, like I can see it, but I think that, that I think that's just a little reaching, only because, like, you can, you can make those correlations for things all the time, right? Yeah, it's just a coincidence like, yeah. that two of them have the same name. Yeah, which are both extremely common old time names. Sarah so, Mary, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're just gonna go through some of these questions, and hopefully, yeah, let's let's see how our October is going. Give some commentary on what's going on downtown. Which city? All right. How do you feel this October? Horrible. <laughs> How do you feel this October has compared to pre-pandemic October and 2020-2021? Oh, good question. Okay. So let's see. Pre-pandemic is like the before times like it's a different world it's a different era uh everything has changed um and and that goes for like a lot of things because like we just talked to james last week where you heard from him and he heard about his ticketing system right so pre-pandemic he would just have people just gag first come first first, serve and now he has a preset line system so you go and everyone these days is much more accepting and willing to do that prepaid line right even the witch house you buy tickets online and you're like hey this is it's something we've grown accustomed to um and so that makes it 
much easier. Hey, I got a time ticket for this thing. I go in. I don't have to wait in line for two hours. I go in line at my scheduled time, and I'm good to go. And there's a lot of places doing that, and I see that working very well. Lines moving very quickly. People are much more comfortable waiting in line these days because we all had to during the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, they're used to it. So, you know, when you see these huge lines, at, like I saw huge lines just, just to get into the um, – just to get into House Witch this morning. And it stretched from like House Witch to almost uh, the the gate of, of Gardner Pingree, the steps. And it's like. Oh, you mean Merchant? Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> of, it's of been the, a long weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everyone just seemed fine. Well, uh, and, and they were just in a good mood. It was, it was the morning. It was like 1030 in the morning. Right. But. It's like going to get in line for a freaking roller coaster or like yeah. an attraction. It feels very theme park like. But people seem to be okay with the line waiting from what I've seen. And and some of the patients and people are pretty cool. Uh, so I think we have this weird like pre-pandemic doesn't matter. Like that's just like the before times. Like you can't really compare it. Uh, and also because now it is so much busier that we have this like layered effect of it is busier, but people are okay with that, and everyone's coming anyway. Um, during the pandemic, I didn't, like in 2020, Salem, I, I don't think I've ever seen Salem so busy. And During the pandemic? Yeah. 2020? Yeah, yeah. I think this year definitely tops it. Oh, no, no, but like at that point. Oh, like at that yeah, point, I yeah. I was like, this is unreal. And I think also one of the things that did that, though, was the space. So we all had like the social distancing. Right. So you had like a group of six and then like four feet and then like a group of three and then like four, six feet and then like a group of five. And you couldn't travel internationally yeah. either. So people were kind of stuck. But everything just, it was like spread out. Now there's like twice as many people and they're all condensed and we're like little sardines again. And Essex Street. And I don't know what it is. I understand that Essex Street is a pedestrian walkway. And it's like the main drag. I it is the main it. drag. But you can literally turn down an alleyway and there is no one. Uh-huh. Like it is empty. And and, and and they're just following the herd. It's just people following the herd. It's, it's people that don't know where to go. So they're just going. It's madness. It's not even like a secret alleyway. It's every alleyway. Or any side street. And you turn down any side street and it's open. Empty. Like, I'm like, what wh what do you people do? What are you? When we wrong? say sardines, we literally mean shoulder to shoulder. It is immovable in some parts of Essex Street at the peak, especially so like say midday on a Saturday, 2, 3 p.m., forget it. And and yet that's why, who, what is, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. There's so many other things. You could go down on the wharf, go down on Front Street, walk down towards People Essex. People don't know. People don't it, know. Go, literally just go down to Church Street. They know if they listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> but there, it's just there is so much more. To, and I guess the common was like rabid. I, I haven't. I the common was much the first last weekend. Yeah, yeah. I think last weekend or the weekend before. It was not getting nearly enough attention. Mm -hmm. And then I think they rearranged the vendors and it was starting to bring more people in. And well, thankfully, so, so, so last weekend, it alleviates some of that pressure from Essex. But last weekend, the uh, market was done by someone else. So the first, third, fourth, and fifth weekends are all done by the Creative Collective. The second weekend is done by the Chamber of Commerce. Ah. Uh. So it makes more sense. Yeah. 
So it's hard. So the haunted happenings market done by Creative Collective, uh, if it's moving smoothly, <laughs> it's probably because they're doing it. But yeah, like, and it's just it's shocking. Although I guess on Saturday, did you see Church Street Doll? No, it was packed. Like it wasn't it wasn't Essex level packed. Like by St. Peter's. Yeah. What? Yeah, there's just there are more people on Church Street than I've probably ever seen before. That's bizarre. Yeah, it was weird. Well, of course, because we get the street closures, especially on a Saturday. You know, it does feel very much like a big block party. It's like a appetizer to Halloween. I think the biggest difference that we're seeing, and I know you say that it's like pre, you know, it's a totally different time, different place. But I think Salem has seen such a crazy increase in people, just people. I swear, I wonder, I want to know how many of these folks that are coming here to celebrate and party, did they even know that we existed a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, five years ago? That's another one of our questions. It says, why do you think attendance in October has exploded in the last two years? And I've had conversations. I like to talk to people as I'm checking them in. Like, is this your first time? Were you ready for the crowds? Like, how are we feeling about it? And if they're upset, I suggest, of course, come in the off season. We're a normal historic town 11 months out of the year. But unfortunately, our popularity has just skyrocketed. And I think a lot of that, and I, I hate to say this, I think a lot of it has to do with like Instagram and TikTok and all those, you know, social media things. So, like, yes. And Hocus Pocus, of course. Yeah. And the witch <laughs> aesthetic being in. Right, so there's that. And that's what I was going to say is is I think we have, five years ago, Pumpkin Spice was like, eh, cool. Lame, and, overdone. And, and now everyone's like, oh my God, I love it. Pumpkin spice. Like you bleed that. Like, and it's not like body wash smelling like pumpkin. Like literally yeah. like it, you can go to the store and I, I posted that thing a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you saw, I think it was just my, my personal Instagram. I was in like market basket, the grocery store. And there was like pumpkin. They had a, a, a display of pumpkin. There was like pumpkin spice Cheerios and pumpkin. Oh spice yes. Coffee. All the pumpkin. And there was like a dozen different, cereal. Yeah. And I was like, I don't I don't want that. But people so people do. As as it grows in popularity, Salem is getting hooked in to that. We have to watch that documentary that I've brought up multiple times already, Which City. You can find it on Vimeo. It shows Salem in, in the 90s and it it very much focuses on I don't know if I want to call it the money grab, but like the hyper commercialization of this story and making it into something that can be sold. And so obviously what we saw in the 90s is a lot different than what we see today. And you just see more tour groups, more shops, more everything, more restaurants, everything. Now, if you look out around us, it's like the world is almost capitalizing on Salem. Like you'll see witch stuff everywhere. Like uh, the yeah. witch house on everything. My my housemate, she was at work the other day and one of her coworkers was wearing some cafe shirt that said I don't remember what it was like, say it was Black Widow Cafe Salem Mass and she's like, "Oh, is is that like a real place? Like did that exist before?" And she says, "Oh no, I just got it off the internet." It's 
it's not real. Like, it's just so weird, right? That you can go to these stores, and we've talked about this before. You go to Michael's or Home Goods, and you see Salem, 1690s, too, slapped on the merchandise. It's like, what do we do here? Like, what do we do? I struggle with this all the time because I don't know. I mean, I know where we fall, but it is so, it's it's growing so rapidly. So I, I think it, it's weird, and I think we've talked about this before, but um you know over the course of the weekend between the two of us we've talked to i don't know a, a thousand or more people um between the tour groups in town don't get me wrong not everyone does like good historical tours but probably probably pushing 10,000 people have come and learned about the sandwich Something. trials and and there's a just distinct interest. They're coming here. They're yeah. They're having fun. They're buying their spooky pumpkins. They're wearing their witch hats, hats, and then they buy a tour and they learn. And I appreciate that. And and that's how I kind of like nurse myself back to a good space on it. Is I less less stabby. Yeah, exactly. You and you're kind of the one that you know put that thought in my head. Like okay. As long as they take away something, yeah. that's all that matters. And and that's not including, and that's just the people talk, the amount of people who walk around the memorial, walk around the bearing point. Right. I, I know it's like a little commercialized. The witch house tickets sell out, sold out. But in I minutes hope people. But are they are they actually absorbing the stuff? Like the amount of people that I watch walk through the memorial and don't even notice. Like they don't. It's like they're not even looking. It's like they're just going through the motion because they think they're supposed to. There, there's only so many like. Hopefully, in even in half, a quarter, right? So there's there's a good portion of people who are walking away more educated than they were when they got here. True. I got to look on the bright side. I did hear for the first time ever tonight, um, I asked, you know, what do you think of Salem so far? And they were first timers. Can't remember where they were from. Um, but one of them said overrated. Okay. I was okay. like, Damn. Wow. And then I immediately like laid out a case for like <laughs> why this is not what we are. You know, this is not, this is just October. Like, yeah. please come back June or July. Like okay, come back in February for the Salem so sweet and the chocolate yeah, festival. Yeah, December, like yeah, any, any other time. There's so much more to the city. There's so much, so much more. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only thing that I fear is that people, because, and it, oh my God, it is so crazy this year asking, you know, what's the big difference? This is the first year that we wake up on a Monday and there's still a ton of people here. Sunday nights, like in 2019, pre-pandemic, Sunday nights, it'd be quiet. By the last tour of the night, it was a quiet street with just a bunch of tours out. It was fine. Monday, ghost town. It wouldn't start picking up until like Thursday or Friday. But now it's every single day. There are full-blown street performances on the weekdays oh, like it's insane oh i know okay. i know i know but yeah it's just it's it's so crazy to see the change because that's not it's not something we've ever yeah. had to deal with before there is no break it is a full-blown 31 straight days and then you 30, tack i was gonna say days of halloween yeah and then you tack on you know of course the last week and a half of september and the first week and a half of november and i'm sure our spooky season will start in august in a few years <laughs> i don't want to say that but ugh. 
Hello. 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 We're recording. Uh, for the podcast, would you uh, like to answer some questions for us? Uh, I don't know what a podcast is, but yeah, keep going. Okay, for the record, we have encountered a pirate chained to a pole. I don't know why. I, I don't know either. I woke up like this. Perhaps he was shanghai Oh. <laughs> Did you spend any time down in the tunnels? I've spent plenty of times in plenty of tunnels. So, do you, do you know where you are? I believe we were pulling into Salem Harbor. The rest gets a little blurry after that, you know. The boys and I got very excited having been ashore and uh, had a rowdy night. Could you tell us your favorite thing about Salem? Uh, well, from my current vantage point, uh, it's very sunny. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of interesting people who don't seem to care whether I live or die, and I appreciate the honesty of that. No judgment. It's okay. Uh, what is... Mm, how do I ask this question? Do you know what a witch is? Oh, I've heard tale of witches. <laughs> do you like witches? Never met one uh, that I liked or disliked. Generally neutral feelings on them, but I've heard stories of some pretty nasty things. Any any witches in particular you've heard of that you may that you may like or dislike? There was uh, there was that one who used to turn uh, turn men into pigs. What was her name? Cersei. Yes, <laughs> I know. I, I've heard of her. Heard of her. Seemed like she had a good head on her shoulders. <laughs> it's a pretty good policy. Sometimes I wish I could turn all my crew members into pigs and sell them off on the market. Would you happen to have a favorite witch or wizard? Would Cersei be your favorite? Hmm. She's the only one whose business model I really ascribe to, so I'd say she's my favorite. That's a wonderful motivation to, to pick a favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time, mate. You're welcome, me hearties. Uh, avast. Yo-ho. <laughs> Did you just call me a ho? Yo-ho. And we're back after that short intermission. We got food, and we continue. And then we sleep. I sleep now. Good night, Salem. So let's go through some of these questions. More. Are you staying hydrated, taking care of yourselves, finding moments to escape the crowds? Yes, 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 and yes. We did get a question about what our favorite off-the-beaten-path place is. Like, what is a non-touristy spot in the chaos of October? Do you have a spot that you like to escape to? So I I don't have an escape time. I don't. I well, even like so a half hour. No, nope, I don't have that. I don't have that. So on okay Saturdays, on on Wednesdays, your day off. Well, this past Wednesday, I, uh, I did something with my roommate. We we got dinner. We got dinner somewhere. That's that's what I got for you. Oh man, is uh, it that just mushy in the head? Hold on. Oh, we went to old spot or new spot, the Main Street Pub. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And then I think I wandered around before that, um, maybe got coffee. I don't I, I checked on, on my tour guide coincidentally like three times in the day. Uh-huh. Which is literally just a coincidence at the start of our tour as I happened to be around. Uh-huh. Uh so I, I went and checked on her, but that that was it. But, but you so, hung out downtown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was quiet. It was a Wednesday. Um, but between tours so I have tours at eleven, one and three and seven and eight. So I don't have a lot of time. Um, so between tours, I'll just run back to the, the office space and get a drink of water, run the bathroom, uh, get a new microphone, uh, and go back. And that's pretty much all I have time for. Solid. But 
there are some secret spots around town. I always like to like we just like weaving through like I'll like cut through Derby Square, like down Higginson Square or like there's little back alleyways. They're just totally yeah. empty. And, and those are nice. But what about you? I like to find the green spaces. Mm. So Shh, don't give away the big secret. What's the big secret? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, nah. <laughs> most people don't even know. No one listens to this. They will never find it. No, but I have been sneaking away behind. It's like part of that, the PEM ar- architectural like block, you uh-huh. know, right across from the Peabody Essex Museum, right behind the Gardner Pingree House, that yeah, whole space yeah. with the Quaker Meeting House and John Ward House. There is a little back garden. No one's ever back there, which I understand because there's not really signage. And I could see that it would look like the backyard of someone's house. So people might not want to trickle back there, but it's pretty quiet. And then I did take a moment the other day to walk over to Harmony Grove Cemetery. I saw that. You posted some some pictures. Taking the leaves. I listened to Phantom of the Opera mm. the whole way through as I was walking around. It was very nice. Have quiet. you ever seen it? Not on stage. Ooh, running out of time. Forever? Yes. What do you mean? It's leaving Broadway on February 18th. But like forever? Yes. Like never to return? More than likely. I feel like that's not possible. That's what happened with Cats. Cats, will n- yeah, but Cats is different than Phantom. In what way? I mean, other than they're like radically different musicals. I feel like Phantom has more behind Cats was it. like the thing. Oh, I, re- I remember watching Cats and like we, they, they threw on the DVD version in choir class <laughs> or in band class in middle school. That's the closest I ever got. I feel like there's no way that they would retire it forever. Well, I'll try to get on that. Thanks for the heads up. (laughs) But that's what I did. I escaped to my favorite cemetery. And the music of the night. Uh Uh-huh. Only saw a couple souls in there. Living, dead. Living, unfortunately. Somewhere in between. How do you know? I probably looked somewhere in between at that point. Did you poke them? I did not get that close. Then you do not know. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Next question, please. You guys, and this is just like a practical logistical one. You guys said there was a curfew on Halloween. Does that go for other days in town? No. Nope. Uh, like last night, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, I saw a line outside O'Neill's. I left work at like uh, 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 10, 30, 11 at night. And there was a line, like 40, 50 people trying to get into O'Neill's. I was like, and they were dressed like they were going to like some club. I was like, (laughs) okay, you guys have fun. I'm going home. And then later that night, it must have been, I'm just going to check my messages here real quick. Where are you? Uh, About 12.15 from a friend of mine in town. I'm laying in bed and can hear a tour on Church Street at this very moment. 11.15? No, no, no. 12.15. 12.15? Yeah. A.M.? Yes. What? Yes. That's... That's too late. FYI, that's not legal. That I mean, not. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but yeah, like, yeah, there again, a, city ordinance. There is a tour cutoff time. So there is no like uh, uh, city curfew, but there is a tour cutoff time. We're not allowed to be out. I think I think it's past midnight. I think on Friday... I thought Sunday. it's past 11. Okay, see, I wasn't sure because I was like, I know... 
I'm pretty sure it's 11. Okay. And that's only Friday, Saturday. Yeah, that's only Friday, Saturdays. And I was like, girl, call the cops. Damn, Fucking that's insane. Yeah. 12, 15 at that point, Salem is very quiet. Like, that voice is going to travel. People are sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, if, you, if, you're, if you're sitting there with your window cracked and all of a sudden you're like in the ghost of man. <laughs> Giles Corey and like. his turtles. <laughs> is that turtles? <laughs> uh, Why did we bring it back, the turtles? Uh, I'd sit there with water balloons and just be like, fuck them. <laughs> luckily. Well, I say luckily tours don't come down my street, but it seems though tours do sometimes come down my street. Yeah, they're getting into every little nook and cranny. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. No, we're not going to talk about that. Mm-mm. Hashtag tour wars. How do you deal with FOMO from all the fun things going on? Oh. <laughs> Honestly, I'll right off the bat say I'm so thankful that we had the opportunity to go to the vampire ball. Because yes. I think that was the best way to kind of kick off the season. Mm-hmm. And we weren't, you know, half dead by that point. We had some juice definitely still in us, but there are a lot of things in particular for this year. I feel like Salem has upped its ante on programming, whether it's the PEM, Cinema Salem. There are so many special events, special guests that are coming through that I'm like, oh God, if I only had one or two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Omni. No. What's his name? Oh, I'm, I don't actually know his name. No, because I, I got a really weird, absurd, fun fact to shoehorn in right here. <laughs> what, what he does professionally? No, what does he do professionally? Oh. I, I saw somewhere that, that he's like a massive stoner and has like like a some sort of a cannabis company. Really? Yeah. Max from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I, I don't know the logistics of that. I, I just That just passed my feed today. Omri Katz. That's what it is. Okay. So I... Happened to finally get into my House of Hollywell mm-hmm. podcast, the rewatch, the watch through with the, some of the cast of Charmed. And they've been bringing on special guests. And for season one, episode seven, the episode's called The Fourth Sister. And there's a woman, she plays just like an extra on this episode. She's like a wannabe witch and she wants to join the sisters mm-hmm. in their coven. She's played by Daniel Harris. They brought her on, they were interviewing her. And somehow the conversation got a little like sexual because she actually runs a podcast. She's very big in the horror realm now. Like she was in Rob Zombie's Halloween. She runs a podcast that's about horror stuff and sex talk. Like that's what listeners write in questions about sex. I can I can see how that's a thing. Right. Keep it entertaining. Mm -hmm. She just casually mentioned that her and Omri lost their virginities to each other. And I'm uh, like, wait a minute. No black flame is, candle for you. Is my world, like my worlds are colliding right now. Like what? So. No black flame candle for you. Fun fact, if you're a charmed lover, Aviva got Max's virginity. Nailed it. <laughs> Literally. Ooh, nice. <laughs> oh. What was the question? I totally took that and went some yeah, totally I'm, different I'm, direction. I was like trying to come back. I'm like, I don't know where you you went with that. Hocus Pocus got brought up. Well, um, it was because of all the programming. So we're talking about FOMO. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. FOMO. Um, 
Uh, Rocky Horror sh- Show was last night at Cinema Salem. Missed that. Would like to get dressed up and go and see that. Uh, the PEMS got actually some great programming this year. Fabulous. Uh, C- Cinema Salem has stuff all the time. Dracula last weekend, I think, I saw. Um, the market's going on all day. The market's is the only thing that I I don't care about. Um, really? Yeah. I love the markets. Right, but we get fantastic markets here a lot, right? So we get, like, our regular artists, uh, the, the the Arts Fest. True. Uh, there'll be the dark markets in the wintertime, and we'll see some of these people again, right? And, like, some of the people I see out there, I, I know who they are, and I know what they have, and I right. don't get me wrong. I, I love their stuff, and I support them, but they're regulars in the Salem markets, so I'll see them again. So a lot of people coming from out of town, they don't get to see these people very often. So some of the artists and vendors, like that's a great opportunity for them. Like, yes, I'm missing that, but they'll be around. They'll be at other. Right. If anything, they're sold in our local stores. Right. Yeah. Even some of them are sold locally. So like, I don't actually miss the markets. Um, and, but I have to tell myself that every day when I walk by them. I walk by, I'm like, oh, I want to go all the And then I'm like, no, 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 dude, stop. So many good things to yeah. look at. I'm like, the, they'll be here in December. We'll have winter markets. We'll have, like, Christmas markets. We'll have True, but none of them are this big. Like, no. you can admit that. Yes, absolutely. Over but, 90 vendors. Yeah. But they're usually around a lot. And I know people who wander around. If someone sees something that, that they're like, oh, my God, Jeff needs that, then I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm not going to really miss out on anything, you know? Um, but I think a lot of the program and a lot of this stuff, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, is what it is. We do what we can. And I have to add to that. We have a very unique job. So when you're coming to Salem in October, unless you book ahead, you might not be able to do everything that you mm-hmm. want to do. You might not be able to see everything you want to see. So the fact that we get to give them an experience all while being on the street, seeing the street performers, feeling the energy, I'm okay with it. We're like, we're part of it. Exactly. We're yeah. not we're not just, you know, on the sidelines missing out. That's how I felt when I was working. I worked I used to work at Salem Beer Works, RIP. Uh, and that that is way worse than being a tour guide and you are stuck in that restaurant for hours on end and there's no way you're getting out. So mm-hmm. We do what we can, we fit in what we can, and uh, we look forward to the off-season <laughs> to do those activities. Yeah, so it's okay. Does it get old giving your tours over and over, talking about the same stuff, or is it still exciting? I, I love this question. Go for it. Oh, no, you go for it. Oh, me go for Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I give two tours. So I have an afternoon tours on the trials and a night tour on dark history. Does that, sorry to stop you, but that probably makes it easier to do five. Because I was easier. thinking about that the other day. I was like, wait a minute. You don't have to do the same five. Five over. tours. Yeah. No. I do three tours, then two tours. Uh, so I'm, and I, I can tell by the, like today, it'll probably hit me a little harder tomorrow. The end, like my, I've done now, I did two tours on Thursday three tours on Friday, three tours on Saturday, three tours on Sunday, three tours tomorrow. Like it definitely like there's bits that just get lost. There's things that I just don't say. Um, that you forget too. You don't even notice. Yeah. You, it just you don't happens. Notice and, and then you're like, I didn't, even, I didn't even mention the mal. I smell of a car. I'm like, I gotta like 
now fit that back in. I've got to do this. Um, and uh, and tours are fine. They last the same length of time. Uh, you know, I'm getting all the information, but it's definitely like, like sometimes you'll sit there and you're like, wait, I did shoot. Where, where am I? Yeah. Like, did I say that? Like now I'm going off of something that I'm not a hundred percent sure that I even said. And so that's tough. Um, but I think the, the really great thing is that all the groups are different. So it is different every time. Uh, and like, while like 90% of it, I don't know, making 90% of it's the same, right? There is a little bit like people are going to laugh at the different jokes. They're going to, some things are going to hit different. You're going to get a better response. So it's not just the same thing over and over. It's, it's a little different every time. And so that makes it feel a little different. And so, well, yes, it's very repetitive. Um, you are, it, it's it's different. I completely agree. Even though we say pretty much mm-hmm. a similar thing on each tour, it the the group is always going to be different. Where they're from, what they're into, how they take you in. I had a I had a good group of kids on one of my tours today. Uh, probably like more than usual. Maybe maybe like. 10, 12, uh-huh. uh, like of varying like teenage ages. And they were all like in the same group. And, uh, you know, there's a few times where you're like, well, yeah, kids, how old are you? You know? Uh-huh. And I don't think I've ever had like that many, like you, they were all just children, together, you know? And so I was like, well, yeah, now I can like pick on you a little bit. Yeah. I can be like, well, teenagers are horrible creatures. <laughs> and they're all like looking and the parents are like, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's always something that's a little different. And you'll get different questions. Mm -hmm. I think I may have said this before on the podcast or may have cut it. Who knows? But while we're giving the tour, we're reading you. Like we're reading the audience. It's it's almost like a show for us because you're always trying to vibe off of them and and feel them out and see what they're enjoying and try to connect and develop that rapport. And you have to start from ground zero for every single tour. So for me, and I realize what I look like, I'm just a petite long girl. And who, what is she going to know about history? So every day that I go up to a tour, it is a challenge. I'll always have like, you know, one or two people that visibly doubt what I bring to the table. So then it becomes a game of like proving, which sounds so horrible, proving to them, no, you, you, you chose right, like you're on a good tour and you're in good hands. But it's it's like a challenge every, and then you got to think about all the stuff that we deal with outside of the tour. On the streets, you never know what you're going to run into. It's always different. So. so to answer the question, every tour is different. It's a new, exciting, and fun adventure every time. Yeah, we hope. <laughs> I've had some I've had some moments this year. Well, it is a new and fun, exciting adventure every time. No one could see your face just then. <laughs> it looks very serious and stern. I hope the tone of my voice conveyed it. Do you think this is not a question from our listeners? Could you tell me the most outrageous thing you have seen come across over the course of this first half of October? Define outrageous. I don't know. Whatever you want it to be. Charles, my security guard, told me there was a car chase in Salem last night. I was like, 
where? Chestnut Street? Like, <laughs> like where, where are you going to, where is there going to be a car chase? And he also informed me there was quite a few arrests too, which yeah, I was, was say, stunning. We should, we should like get a hand on those, uh, on the police record and just read those. Yeah. Can you do that? It's public. Yeah. Heck yeah, let's do yeah. that. <laughs> 847 at Village Tavern. <laughs> 848 at Village Tavern. <laughs> 850 at Village Tavern. <laughs> okay. 855 outside <laughs> of Village Tavern. Um, I think I, I've seen a lot of people uh, traffic. So, okay, a traffic is horrendous, obviously. Let's see. Uh, when... Front and Washington were closed. Someone's pulling out of one of the, the parallel parking spots, like um, in front of Roost, and, and and they just don't know where to go because everything's closed. Because <laughs> there's like a thousand pedestrians in the road, and like everything is closed, and the guy's just like sitting there in his car, <laughs> like help! Oh my and like God. they get out, move the barrier. They end up taking a left on Washington, which is obviously illegal because it's a one way. But they get down the barrier because that is the the quickest point of egress. Um, I saw someone the other night going the wrong way down uh, New Liberty. So they'd come out of the parking garage and taken a right oh, towards the path. Did they keep going? They kept going. They went they kept, you, <laughs> normally they figure it out and they turn around like very quickly. They went all the way. Oh my God. They, yeah, they went all the way. And the road was closed when they got there. And like everyone's just like looking at them and they're like, ah. So I think, I think the, the, to answer the question pretty consistent just traffic violations and people just and like part of it comes from road closures part of it comes from confusion but when you just blend it all together oh earlier tonight um i'm standing on the island where, where we stand uh-huh in front of st peter's church yeah, yeah yeah and so you know how they come out of the parking lot they're supposed to take a right and and go around the island right? oh yeah no they never listen to that one right right so i got uh uh, someone co- takes a left and there's another car oh, they in were the s- road <laughs> and they're like this. And clearly one has the right of way and one doesn't. And the one who doesn't is just like laying on his horn and like the other guy like reverses out. So <laughs> I'm looking and like then I, I stop because it was just like what and my tour then looks because, you know, I don't normally get distracted. But I was like, I'm like, what on earth? Like it just... I couldn't comprehend. Why are they? What even? And everyone's looking and they're laughing. And then I was like, someone needs to. And I turned back towards the mall and there's a group of four cops just standing there, just chatting with each other. And I'm like, do something. And I just like gesture. <laughs> and the whole tour like looks around. Everyone's like laughing. And and, and it's pretty funny. Obviously, it wasn't like a, a dangerous situation. It's yeah. just like there's this ridiculous traffic incident and four cops right there. Uh my yeah. gosh. Always, always something. But I think I think that would be the craziest, maybe. Yeah, I think it's pretty consistent. Just people don't know what to and I get it. Like we live here. I'm like, why are you taking that road? Just take that road. Yeah, right? no, they don't know. They don't know. They're following the GPS. Yeah. I always feel bad for the people that plug in like Salem Witch Village. Because you see it on, you know, internet, whatever, the signs, pictures. And that's right next to the burying point where they've got the Salem Wax Museum and candlelight walking tours and some history museum, quote unquote museum. Mm-hmm. And quote unquote history. Exactly. <laughs> nice. 
And it's blocked off, obviously, during October. And it's filled with vendors. And they're selling hot apple cider. And there's a smoke machine going. And it's just filled with people. Can you imagine typing that into a GPS, getting there and being like, oh, we can't go park yeah. at all. At all. I had the, the smoke machine was going on my tour today. Maybe. And... uh one of the guy, one of my uh, uh, participants in the tour was like, "So they're burning people over there." Oh. And, and we, this was like at the very, very end of the tour. So we, I was like, "Okay, like we had been, we we'd finished pretty much, and I'd already covered the no burning." So it was like it was definitely a joke. So it wasn't like, but he's like, "Oh, clearly they are." Uh-huh. Like, That's great. It was it was funny. That's great. Oh, this is sweet. Just checking on you too. Has everyone been kind and bringing good energy? Yes. I'd say for the most part, for the most part. Not 90. So that's one of the things that I love about. So oftentimes people are like, well, it's like crazy. It's a mad hills here. It's, 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 yeah, it's batshit out there. But I still think, and I'm still holding even this year, like 90% of people are here for a good time and they're happy and they're fun and the kids are fun and there's people in costume and, and there's dogs in costumes and there's bachelorette parties and there's friends and you know like i, I would say it's a lot of good there is a, a significant amount of fun energy even even when it is rapidly busy people are still just like having fun may, may i counter you only a little bit because you are very strategic in your touring, <laughs> and you steer very clear of Essex Street. Okay, that's fair. Pretty much the whole day. <laughs> that's that's fair. So, as someone who is starting their tour right in the thick of it and has to kind of travel through some of it, damn, I see, I see the sardines. Okay, that's fair. I'll I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Front Street is a little bit more chill, mm-hmm. just a bit. Yeah, but yeah, I'd say most for the most part, the energy's been great. Yeah. And I've been telling people, you know, if, if this is not what you want, then come a different month. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's not like this. Someone actually asked me, they said, wait a minute, these stores will still be here. Like they're no, not going to close. They, they, mad, they board up. They just uh, go they, on. They, so they thought that maybe they had like a, a lease agreement where they only come for October. No. I think no, the no, no. only thing you're going to miss out on, I, I, like legit the only thing is going to be like street food. Yeah, and like, of course, the markets, but you could come to a different right, market. Right, you could come during Arts Fest or when we have some of our other markets. There are other times, in t- like the Christmas markets, I love because they're a little more weird for whatever reason. Uh, like there's the Dark Curio, the Night yeah, Market. Yeah, the oddities and yeah. stuff, love it. So there's always another opportunity. Maybe some of the street before, like, no, even then, some of them are still out at other po- points of the year. Boar is out other times of the year mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so I think, like, legit, like, the only thing is, like, fried dough and Italian sausages. That is not here any other time of the year. And a lot of the live music on Essex, I would say. You don't you don't see no, – what, what are you making that face for? Oh, what, like, earlier this evening with the – the battle of the, did you hear? The drummers? No, well, the drummers. Oh. No, 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 no. There was. Uh, the bat, is the, the stilt people? The no, people no, no, on, no, no, oh, no. no. Um, I think it was the Salem High Acapella group. Oh. And, and the bagpiper. Oh, I saw, yeah. Yeah. The post about I, it. <laughs> I, I walked past that. You saw it? Yeah. Dude, that bagpiper. I've heard. He, he duked it out with me. 
on I think Thursday or Friday night. He couldn't give me five minutes. Yeah, I've heard he's an ass. Yeah, he's he's given me not so yeah. good vibes. I've also don't think I've ever seen him around. No. Also, like, don't get me wrong. I love the fucking bagpipes. Go, go, stop. Just go away. So loud. Yeah. Common courtesy. I think. I think if I had to, mm, I hope I don't piss anyone off. You know, what? fuck it. Um, <laughs> I think the people Explicit. with the least amount of common courtesy are the people who are here the least. Yeah. Because it's like they don't have that mutual respect yeah. for fellow so, street so, performers. Yeah, street performers. Uh, Tour guides. Yeah, so the, the less you are here, the less you respect other people. And and I'm just I'm just not here for it. No, I agree. All right, so to add on to the outside of October festivities topic, we're coming to Salem for a few days at the end of December. Good call. Are there any annual New Year's Eve festivities we should look into? We're looking forward to experiencing Salem at this time of year and intrigued with the possibilities. I would definitely take the Christmas trolley, Christmas carol trolley, if it's still running. It might stop on the 24th. That makes sense. I think they might be. I feel like after Christmas, Salem dies down quite a bit. And we don't I, even do big New Year's New Year's I, things here. I, I want to say the Hawthorne might do a thing. Like there's something in the back of my brain saying that. And then I would guess that they'll like maybe Rockefellers might do a thing or maybe like some of the larger bars and restaurants. Uh-huh. But I don't think there's any. It's quiet here for New Year's. But like the lead up to Christmas, I think, is yeah. more significant. Yeah, there's a good amount of Christmas stuff. You'll see Krampi. I yeah. mean that in plural. But, like <laughs> there are multiple Krampuses uh, that uh, make their way out. Van Fangs does a Krampus photo shoot. Uh-huh. Um, there's the Oddies Market. There's other Christmas markets. There's pretty much a market like every weekend in December. Um, Maybe every other weekend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to like multiple. Yeah, I think it's every other. Okay. I think they have like two. Okay. It's not October, bro. I don't. I am in October. All I can see is all. all everything I see is October. I see. It's nothing. all orange. I see nothing but orange. It's orange and green. There's pumpkins and ghosts and spooky, scary skeletons and, and so many and people. Vampires. What did you both do before you were guides? You have to go first again. I can go first. Okay. Um, so I never really thought I'd give tours. I pictured myself getting out of grad school and eventually working my way up in a museum. So I tried the whole small museum thing out up at Tewksbury State Hospital and worked at the Public Health Museum. And it just, uh, I don't know, I wasn't driving right. And I took up touring just as a side gig, make a little bit of extra cash during October and I kind of fell in love. And then when I started doing like actual history tours, because the first ones was the ghost tours. And I'll be honest, I was talking about tunnels. I was perpetuating that shit. But Same. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, that makes me feel so much better. <laughs> not, not, not the expansive tunnels, but definitely some tunnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the prostitution and the oh, opium. Love it. Love it. And the smuggling. smuggling. Yes. But yeah, and then I slowly was able to kind of let go of some of my other jobs as tours kind of took over more of my schedule in my life. And now I feel like it's ingrained in my personality, to be honest. <laughs> feel that. Oh, and I did a small stint 
when I was going to grad school, um, if you've ever done any research, like like hardcore research about New England, I worked as an editorial assistant at the New England Quarterly, which is one of my little feathers in my cap. Proud of that one. Very cool. And I bartended it yeah, in yeah. town. I feel like that, if anything, that kind of prepped me for talking with people about the town because, you know, you get people sitting at the bar you're talking them up. You're trying to make conversation. And, of course, everyone's asking, what do we do here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And you give them some tips and tricks, and they like it. And now that's what I do all the time. I love it. And you, sir? I was in school. I think we all know that in England. Uh-huh. I've, I've never mentioned that before. No. Okay. I don't believe you. Um, <laughs> so I, I guess I fell into to being a – I'd been a tour guide many, many times. Um, I had worked, uh, for ghost tours in Key West. Uh, I had given classes, lectures. Uh, I, when I was at university, I gave campus tours. I worked for the international society. I worked as a social assistant for a a study abroad program. So I was like just a liaison to the students and like, we'd go on social trips and I'd like hang out and talk to them about stuff. Yeah. So I'd been doing it for like on and off in like a few different mediums for a while. And then uh, in town, I knew a guy. He's like, hey, want to give tours? I was like, sure. And so that's pretty much how it started. And that's all she wrote? Yeah. She keeps writing because I keep giving tours. <laughs> speaking. We keep yes. speaking. Although I'm also very loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. Sometimes I have to tell you to tone it down. Just a bit. Yeah. Not on here. I mean on the streets. No, uh, like, and I, I'm normally You're in like good. a tour mode. Yeah. My, my volume level will just be higher, but I've always just been loud. My voice is just always carried. So clearly this is what I was meant to do. What other areas of history are you two interested in that isn't Salem related? It's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. In school, uh, I did end up studying the trials. It was my capstone project. And I kind of just chose it because, you know, dad lived here and I'd been here several times and I'd never really gone super in depth with it. And then once you open that can of worms, it just goes and goes and goes. And there's so much to consume. But I found that no matter what my class was, I was always gravitating towards women's history. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I stuck with uh, throughout grad school was a very feminine, like feminist viewpoint almost. Did everything from the 60s, 70s counterculture to benevolent work in the Victorian era. And then, of course, the witch trials. Like we're hopping around to three different centuries, but they're all women-centered. And then in grad school, my concentration was public history. So that is just a full-fledged dive into how we produce history and how the public consumes it. And everything is about interpretation, narratives, all that jazz. You're mocking me there? Yes, I was. Okay, thank you. We're putting that on a t-shirt, by the way. We got a request. <laughs> but anyways, um, other history that you're into. I feel like you're a smorgasbord yeah. of all different things. So... Uh, one thing that I really like are stories and that's, that's everything from like, uh, 
Gilgamesh and Beowulf to Arthur to, you know, everything in between. And I really, I, I enjoy seeing uh, and, and like gods and, and, and myths and legends and like how these cultures, yeah, cool. Like they, like how they believed, what they believed, where these stories came from, how that like integrated with their culture and like their beliefs and and like some of it just goes to like socioeconomic structure and like you can really see patterns of like culture through like their stories and like how they were told and they're like their different practices and then just how some of the same stories just are repeated over and over and over and over again uh through time and and you get like those storytelling tropes and like you see the same sort of character appear in a lot of different societies all over the world and i've always found it very interesting how cultures at that time tell their own stories whatever the case may be right Mm -hmm. um and i've always found that to be to be really fascinating have you ever read and i I hope i get this name right i think it's the hero with a thousand faces by joseph campbell maybe joseph campbell oh I think you should read it. Okay. So it's, and have you ever seen Myths and Monsters on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's, they talk about it a lot in that. It's like this idea that societies, cultures throughout time and space over the course of thousands of years, the myths and stories that they create, they all follow very similar patterns because humans are human and we're predictable and even if we are in different places yes the stories may be different but the themes i I think there's like and i can't remember it's been oh you're asking me it's midnight i I can't answer questions properly there's like and someone listening is going to know exactly what i'm talking about i'm going to correct me and that's fine there's like like seven characters and ten stories oh i like that or or and i those numbers are wrong and i know they're wrong but they're, they're not like far off right? There is like only a certain amount of characters and there's only a certain amount of stories. And all we do is just rearrange. Yeah. That's interesting and true. Hi, my name's Arielle. I'm from Creative Collective. What is your favorite thing about Salem? Oh gosh, I just love it here. I, I love the history. I love the weather most of the time. I love the people, um, mostly the history. Your name? Hannah. Where are you from? I live in Salem. Local. Very nice. How long have you lived here? Since 2020, so a little over two years. Uh, So, a couple questions about Salem and some related stuff. First and foremost, who is your favorite witch or wizard? Oh, goodness. I I don't think I have one. (laughs) Favorite thing about Salem? I love the art scene here in Salem. A big reason why my husband and I came here is the art scene. I love how quirky it is. I have a lot of friends here. We live downtown and I love we can walk to so many events and stuff that happens on the common, stuff that happens downtown. There's just so much that we get to do here and I love the food and just the culture in general. (laughs) I like this one. Have you confiscated Jeffrey's laser pointer yet? (laughs) No, I have not. But might I say, and I'm sure it's not you. It's not me. It's not you, but there are complaints. There are complaints of people of tour guides with freaking laser pointers sh- like hitting people in the eye from other groups yeah. like that those how, are those are intense lasers i don't know how you do that like i mean i guess i guess don't just nah, whip yeah, it around I, I mean, i guess if you're just a 
fucking idiot. But like, like if I'm at the berry point, like I start, I'm like, I'm on the ground and then I like go over to the thing that I'm looking at. You don't just throw it out there into the ether and hope it right. lands on the right thing. Yeah. And I'm like, not unless, someone's cornea. Unless like, I'm like right there. I'm like on the ground and then I'll be like, okay, here we go. We're going to go to this headstone or this headstone, you know, Nancy Mudge is here, etc. Or if like, if I'm at the, uh, the island, so I use it at the island and I'm like the old jail is all the way over there and then the old j- old jail is over there but 10 federal street if you're hitting someone in the face on 10 federal street like dude like you, that's the biggest building in the city like would, would I feel you- like it's probably happening at the burying point probably like I feel like that's yeah. headstones are not nearly as large as buildings to yeah. to pinpoint and there are so many freaking groups in there yeah. Yeah, I feel like... So, no, I've not gotten his laser pointer yet, but I'm sure <laughs> one of these days, as soon as you take out an eye, Jeffrey, I'm coming for you. <laughs> with a, with a, with a iPad. Yar. Yeah. You'll be paying for the eye surgery. Okay. Ooh, I love this one, too. Do you get a lot of descendants on the tour? I'm a direct descendant of four convicted. Wow. Um, You ask. I, I tend not to ask. Although I, I did do something the other day, and I need to apologize because my brain was mush uh someone asked me they're like oh i, th- I think she said um mary Eastie. she's like oh like if i want to know more about her like where would i go and i was like oh well you, you get like the uh um marilyn yeah. roaches every day uh you know d- or day by day account and i was like you can just go through like there she's listing the back and this and i just Forgot to tell her about the packets? I just completely... Jeffrey! I'm sorry. I just... I don't... If you are a descendant out there, remember uh, that the Salem Witch Museum does have descendant packets available. Yeah. Those documents are all available. Yeah. You know, everything that they use is, you know, you can access on your own. But, of course, it's not nicely packaged in a little package. So, yes, I ask all my tours, you know, do we have descendants? And... It was actually something I noticed, and it plays into one of our early, earlier questions. I have gotten less and less descendants on tours, and I think that just speaks to just the makeup of the people that are coming, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Sure. Like, say, we hop back to 2018, I would think that a lot of the people that were coming through were probably more familiar with Salem, and maybe they're witch trial buffs or maybe it's part of their family history we get descendants visiting all the time and there are no joke i believe it's hundreds of thousands of people that can trace their lineage to accused accusers judges anyone involved i, I used to oh part of me wants to spit out the number forty thousand. on what on like one person yeah so on like a specific person so like on average our 12th great grandparents will have 40,000 descendants. That's crazy to think about. And I, I, I'm just, that number popped into my head. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the accuracy of that, but it it feels like that's about right. We'll look into that. Yeah. I did have someone in the other night that made up for it completely. All the lack of descendants. He raises his hand. He's like, yeah, there's like four of them. I was like, what? And he gets better. He was descendant from Sarah Good, uh-huh. one of the executed, John Proctor, okay, William Stoughton, 
sitting at the top of the court of Oyer and Terminer. Okay. And Samuel Seawall. How wild is that? And I tell people all the time, like, it is not uncommon to have both sides in your family tree. Accusers and accused, judges and victims. But, like, dang. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. But super interesting. (laughs) Give your best guess on the number of people that will attend Salem, Massachusetts this Halloween. It's like guessing the number of jelly beans in a jar. Well, Salem did release some numbers, Destination Salem. Last Saturday, we saw 80,000 visitors come to the city. I'm going to double that. That is almost double our population, hence why there are lines, hence why there are two-hour waits at restaurants. But I feel like Halloween is also more tame in a way because, like, all the streets are shut down. Like, more streets are shut down. You know, like, it's like they oh, oh, yeah, yeah. double the like, amount yeah, of streets yeah. that are shut down. Like, like I think Derby's closed, Charlotte Fortin Park. There's, Hawthorne Boulevard's yeah, closed. Uh, Charter's closed. And that they block them off. It's yeah. not like you're going to be an idiot and drive down. There's, like, dump trucks and jersey barriers. Like, you're not getting down there. It's huge. And then there's also um, concerts and musics and beer gardens. And so... It's on a Monday, too. Yeah, that's going to be weird. I would guess we'll see maybe 100,000. No, I was going to say double the 80, 160. That's insane. I don't know. That would be insane. (laughs) That would be crazy. Yeah. We'll see, though. We'll We'll see. see. We'll see. People are learning. People are catching on. That's just a little too much. Oh, this is sweet. What are the two best tour guides in mass doing for self-care this month? Poor Jeffrey, how many tours are you giving this month? I think like 152. Unreal. <laughs> uh, my self-care comes in November. I am doing, I am, I am fine. We're just making it through the end. So like, it's fine. It's this weird thing where like earlier today, so I had like an hour between tours. Um, it was my lunch break and I, I had a sandwich and I had some tea and, uh, to make myself tea and uh i was like it's like you know you just get like like glazed over right yeah you're just sitting there and just the quiet is all you want yeah and um my my tour guide she's like you're like are you okay you're gonna be okay i was like yeah so like, do you just get like a runner's high from like doing this like you can just go back out and like go and i was like yeah yeah yeah. Your your switch flips and you're on. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's 31 days and it's not hard. Um you just it's it's not never ending, right? It has a start, it has an end. You know what the days are. The you, weekdays are easier than the weekends. Yeah. You know it's what the cycle. weather's going to be. Uh tomorrow my first tour is at 1, so I get to sleep in a little bit. Um and it's and that's fine. And it's just like I know what the pattern is and I can handle that. Uh-huh. And and that's all I need. And then we'll figure it out in November. Yeah. Then going away for, to England for a couple of days. So that see that some good self-care. Right. But that's not in October. Wait, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> England. Yes. Um, my self-care this month is I have my birthday off, which is. Happy birthday to Sarah. Thank you. Scorpio lady over here. I can't remember the last time I had a birthday off probably before I worked in Salem. I was either working at the bar or working as a tour guide. 
And so I usually just give a bunch of tours on my birthday, which is kind of fun because then you get to tell your people, hey, it's my birthday. Be nice to me. This year it falls on a Monday and that just happens to be my day off. And because tours were going well and I was feeling good, I'm feeling better this year than I think I ever have. I gave up my other Mondays off. I only had like two other ones off. So one day for the whole month. So on that day, I'm going to dress up like a little basic witch and go on down downtown and enjoy all the things that I get to watch everyone else enjoy as I give my tours. And harass me. I, you never know. I may harass your tour. We'll yeah. see. That's when you'll get the laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> Woman loses eye on birthday. Ooh, this is a good one. Should I wear my costume on Halloween? which of course is a Monday, as we just said, or the weekend before. Do you only have one costume? I was going to say, I'd, I'd wear it all, all the days. Day, all day, every day. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Bring multiple costumes, six costumes, 30 costumes, yeah. change every hour. Exactly. Yeah. The more the merrier. Yeah. Don't, don't hesitate to wear it. Even on a weekday, yeah. you'll see people in costume. It's October. How do you survive October? My son loves y'all. I say, that's the guides that talk about the fire. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, what was the question? Like, how do you survive October? Oh. Which I think we, we covered. Tea? Just get through it. Good shoes, tea, throat lozenges, and sleep. Sleep is very important. And food. Oh, yeah. It's so hard to remember food. to eat because it's all happening so fast and there's, there's just not enough time. Mm-hmm. I used to drop a lot of weight during Octobers. Uh, this year, I've been much better about it. All right, last question. Um, sorry, Jeff, this one does not involve you. Uh, is there... Sorry. So I, I didn't even know it was my last question. Oh, I'm sorry. I've, I've now missed out on the last question opportunity. I can make one up for okay. you if you well, want. Answer your question then. Someone's asking, is there a way to specifically request Sarah for a guide? Oh, so that does also apply to me. In October. Yes. Yeah. So the best bet is to call and book yeah. just to ensure that you're getting which which guide you want. Uh, if you do have a question, um, just shoot, shoot us an email. Uh, that would be like the best way because then I'm not going to forget if I get a phone call. Uh-huh. And my DMs are always open, so I... Uh, if you reach out to me on, not like that. Don't make that face, Jeffrey. Do not make that face. <laughs> Look at it's it. not so what I meant. Hear that, guys? If No. <laughs> stop. Stop. She said it. I, no, I didn't say it. I, I did say not. <laughs> That's what you said. I, I, I say it because I get people <laughs> reaching out to me all the time, asking about Salem, asking about tours, asking about everything. And I everything? do get. No. No. <laughs> God, it's too late for this. But if you if you want to reach out to me personally, like I can, uh -huh. you know, work with you on uh -huh. those dates and sure. see what, dude, <laughs> and see when you're coming and if those match up. All right. Ridiculous. Oh, I think that's it. I think I'm done. Oh. We didn't introduce the episode. No, we didn't. Hello. Goodbye. Thanks for all the fish. So long. Farewell. Avidesen. Oh, that's it. Ooh. Oh. And stay tuned, because this definitely ran a little bit longer than we thought. 
but we have been out on the streets of Salem with a little mini mic. Asking questions, the important questions. Like who your favorite witch or wizard is. And do you like candy corn? So many mixed reviews. I am warming up to it. I will yes. be honest. Yes, turn, turn, One of turn, our turn. listeners that came on tour gifted us some fabulous candy. It was very good. From Ohio. I'm not sure where mine went. In your tummy? Yes. It's probably the best candy corn I've ever had. So I'm coming around. But we have been taking the podcast to the streets, chatting with people that are visiting Salem. Got to talk to some street performers like mm-hmm. Jack Skellington. But I don't know if we're going to be able to fit that into this episode. So Maybe, maybe we can like do that next episode. Yeah. Okay. Do a little or maybe even a mini or extra bonus, we, whatever. We can talk less and they can talk more. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned for the rest of Spooky Season with us. We've got more fun things coming. I know you love Salem. Oh, oh, plan. Do not drive into Salem. Sorry. I know we didn't mention this before. Do not drive into Salem. Take for, public for transport. Your best interest. Download the Destination Salem app. Let's hear about the updates Get here early. Don't, I, I have, the amount of people, I have, I had someone message me. They were driving from Merrimack, New Hampshire. It's like an hour and a half. It took them four hours and she was with her kids. And she just turned around and went home. <gasps> and I was no like, way. I was like, this is horrible. And I'm like, I mean, she's like, we had no idea. We just, just drive to Salem and they're just sitting in traffic. I saw, I saw pictures of traffic on the highway. Yeah. It was backed up on 114. Like freaking crazy. Take. But go, Do go, yourself a favor. Go to Beverly. Go to Lynn. Go up to go up to Rockport. I was gonna say and, Rockport, and take, Gloucester, and, and just drive down and, and and get on the train and take the train down. Swamp Scott. Yes. Anywhere. Yes. It'll save you so much pain. Yes. Okay, that's all I got. Be nice. Please be nice to the people in town. If y'all think this is crazy, just imagine what all the workers are going through. So, tip well. Leave reviews. Nice reviews. Nice reviews. There's, yeah, there's a... Oh, I've gotten a few negative ones. A lot of restaurants in town are dealing with that right now. So just because, you know, they're stuck waiting. There's nothing that we can do about that. Yeah. So be nice. uh, Treat the people kindly. And come back in June or July. And bring that Halloween spirit with you. Please. Or you'll regret it. We'll kill you. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See you later.